Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. Good evening, everybody. My name is Bart Winkler. It is great to be with you on this Friday as we head into not just a weekend, not just the weekend, but divisional round weekend in the NFL. You've got the two games tomorrow with the Ravens and the Texans and the Packers and the Niners. So we're going to find out if these young quarterbacks that performed very well in week one We're going to find out if they can now go on the road against the number one seed in their conference and keep the magic going. According to most publications that I've read today, most prediction articles that I've read today, not a lot of chances being given to the road teams here. Then on Sunday, you are going to have the Buccaneers and the Lions, and then you're going to have the Chiefs and the Bills. And I, again, was looking at the publications, trying to figure out where the consensus was, and the consensus is pretty much the consensus. I looked at The Athletic. I looked at ESPN. I looked at CBS Sports. I looked at, I mean, anything that had any sort of prediction grid on it, I looked at. I looked at it. And here's what I've gathered. Everyone thinks the Baltimore Ravens are going to win this football game. Everyone thinks the San Francisco 49ers are going to win this football game. Everyone thinks the Detroit Lions are going to win this football game. And most people think the Buffalo Bills will win the football game, although maybe it could be the Chiefs. And that's where we're at. So, If there's an upset special, people are going to say Kansas City. It also happens to be the smallest margin. It also happens to be, for good reason, probably the most likely upset. There does seem to be an imbalance. You've got number one team, number one team, Detroit at home, Tampa Bay. How good are they? Sure. I understand that. I get that. But what I'm thinking is it can't be that way. It cannot be that way. It cannot be where we just look at the schedule and say, yep, 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 yep. Because I'm told 
often that this is the best weekend in football. There's four games, four distinct times. These are the best eight teams remaining. And you're telling me that we can look at all the matchups right now and say, we know who's going to win. That either means that we're very smart and we're going to be right, or the NFL doesn't have a lot of good teams and uh, the results are very obvious. And as I talk through this, it may actually be the uh, the latter there because there's not a lot of great teams, not a lot of great teams. You got the Niners, you got the Ravens. We thought the Cowboys could be that. We thought the Eagles could be that. They're both at home. We think the Lions could maybe be that. We'll see. We thought the Bills could be that, and then we didn't, and now we maybe do again. We thought the Chiefs could be that, and now we don't, but now maybe we do again. It's the Ravens and the Niners. That seems to be what the Super Bowl matchup is going to be. Um, and I'm a little upset about that. All right? So as as the day as the day went on, let me, let me just uh, backtrack a, a step or two here because I advertised this online as an Angry Bart Friday because I woke up, actually had a good night of sleep. I had a good night of sleep. My wife took the kid to daycare this morning. I was able to sleep a little bit. Um, and and I, I, I woke up, I felt rested. I felt, I felt rejuvenated. I felt, I felt like I was, you know, in a good spot. And then I'm reading some of these predictions, and that, that started to get me mad. Now, should that get a normal person mad? Should that get a normal person mad? Nah, I don't think so. So everybody thinks the same way. What am I supposed to get mad about? Again, does, should a normal person get mad? No. Am I a normal person? I got mad about it. So perhaps I've answered my own question. Then I see some really bad news. I see some really bad news for all of us that have enjoyed sports at any point in our life and that it looks to be the end of officially now Sports Illustrated. There's uh, some private equity at play here. There might be a way to save some licensing. But for the most part, there's a lot of people that seem like they're going to lose their jobs. Or if they're not going to lose their jobs, a lot of their friends are. And even if a lot of them aren't going to lose their jobs, they don't know about it for a long time. So there's a real human element here. And it is, you know, part of the business. And it's part of any business. If you look at, like, the top businesses of the 1970s and the top businesses of the 2020s, There's a lot of things that exist now that didn't exist back then. So it's not just that all businesses change. I mean, things change. Cars turn into this, and there's different ways to travel. There's different ways to get food now delivered to your home. There's different ways to consume media. It's all, it all is ever changing. I saw there's a fast food place where it's the first fully automated fast food place. Like they even cook the food automated somehow. You drive up, you order, and then they like you press a button or whatever, and then you go in line, and then the food cooks for you and it delivers it. And and here's here's what upset me, I think the most about this Sports Illustrated story, is yes, it, ups- it like it, what upsets me is that people are going to lose their jobs because this is a very fickle business. I mean, trust me, it's a, it's a very fickle business. You walk in if you if you don't. If you don't walk in in this business and think, is this my last day? That, that's just that's just what happens. That's just how it is. And, and, and there's people that have worked for a long time, and there's people that maybe don't think that anymore, but that's 
It's just that's how it is. And when I say business, I mean all of sports, all of sports media. And now we're in a place where everyone can cover everything. Do you need beat writers? I mean, I think you still do. They can get you access, right, that not a lot of other people can. I think it's great for people to actually ask the athletes the questions after practice, after games. But can you follow a team? Can you consume information about your favorite sports team without the people that you needed 30, 40 years ago? You can because there's personalities. There's different people um, that cover it in different ways, whether it's videos or watch parties or just tweets or whatever. And we're less reliant on the newspapers and the magazines and, you know, the 11.20 p.m. sports report every night. We're less reliant on that. And to go back to the fast food thing, that kind of restaurant is taking over because we're allowing it to take over. We're we're allowing it to take over because it makes our life easier. Oh, I can just press a button, drive up, and get my food. It makes our life easier. And over the last 40, 50 years of media consumption, it's been a lot easier to, when something happens, just look at your phone or look at your computer and not have to wait the next morning to read what happened in a newspaper or certainly not have to wait the next week to find out in a magazine. And Sports Illustrated was... Not quite a newspaper. I don't want. I don't want you to think they were just reporting on what what was happening. Sports Illustrated had some of the great pieces that journalism in sports has ever seen. Sports Illustrated was able to connect you to places, take you to places. It was always fun when you'd see like there was that one section. It was like who's who, and it was like oh that guy's in five towns over. He made Sports Illustrated. It was a big deal. Um, but the pieces, the news they broke, the covers were iconic. The covers were iconic, right? Um, I do have a lot of Sports Illustrated that I've saved over the years where I thought the covers were important either to me or just to sports. Um, and I have I have bought Sports Illustrated recently. I bought it recently. I um, bought a Bucks one when they won the title. I bought a Bucks one. The last major Tiger one, I made sure to buy that one too. But have I subscribed to Sports Illustrated? Have I have I picked up more magazines on a weekly basis? No, I haven't. So I felt like when I saw this news today, I felt a little guilty, like I contributed to the demise. You know? Yes, I'm nostalgic for when things were quote unquote simpler and I could go on a Friday night, I could read my magazine, okay, and then you would get in the car and order food through the drive-thru and wait or whatever, and then you would go to the Blockbuster and get your video, and then you would go home, all right? Then you would go home. Now, what can I do? I can just order food on my phone, scroll on my phone, and then order a movie on my phone. I mean, we're contributing to the cause. So I felt bad to see what's happening with Sports Illustrated, but I also felt bad because I helped contribute to that. Whereas I used to get the magazines every week. I was a big Sports Illustrated for Kids guy, too, if anybody remembers that, and the cards that came with it. So I was a big guy there. So I was mad that it was going away, first of all. I'm mad it's going away. 
And then second of all, and maybe I'm just hyper online, and maybe, you know, I have to remember when I talk to an audience that not everybody spends as much time online as I unfortunately do. But all day long online, it's people sharing their favorite covers, people sharing their favorite, like, I just, there was a unique way of people taking this Sports Illustrated story and turning it about them. Like, oh, Sports Illustrated's gone? Here's my favorite cover. What's yours? Blue check mark, engagement, profiting optimize. I understand the need to feel nostalgic, but when you and your habits have contributed to the demise of something, I'm not sure that it's fair to then also celebrate your great moments with that something. You help contribute to the demise. So that kind of annoyed me. And then the Celtics played the Nuggets, and that annoyed me because this is an NBA Finals preview um, for the sheeple. And and by that, I mean the people that listen to the three or four NBA podcasts that basically only talk Celtics, but that's they've just decided they're the best team that's ever walked this earth, even though, as I make a point to say constantly, they have only won one title since the mid-'80s. So I sat down. I collected my thoughts. I said, you know what? I'm kind of in an angry mood for a lot of different reasons, and it's an angry Bart Friday. And if you want to call in and discuss with us any of these topics, the upsets, Sports Illustrated, the NBA, that is how this platform works, 855-212-4227. You can either help me calm down, uh, throw more gas on the fire, be an outlet for my rage today. But in the meantime, the man who's going to get the brunt of it is with me now, uh, and that's David Shepard. Um, and so you've got, you've got uh, you no know, more Mr. Nice Guy tonight, Shep. I'm, I'm a little angry about some of the stuff going on today. You're the nicest angry guy I've ever come across. Well, wait until I get a few brown sodas in me, and you'll think differently. That's, that, that, that's fair. Um, I mean, Bart, this is the best weekend of football. Like, I mean, I think pretty soon you're going to be in a good mood. Well, that does depend on if my Packers win tomorrow or not, but you're yes. Still gonna, you're, well, they're not, and you're still going to be in a good mood. <laughs> I'm just being honest with you. What do you uh, think about my uh, Sports Illustrated angle? Is that I think people made it too much about of themselves. Of course. Of course people made it. To your point, they made it about their own engagement and their own followers. And that's just, but that's also, I'm not surprised. You know, when someone passes away, um, it's about how much they meant to you. And usually there's, it's followed by three photos, three of the most perfect photos ever taken, right? As a, as a quote-unquote tribute to that person, it's really about yourself. Um, I, think it's, I think it's a shame. I think this is a, a publication that was the gold standard for so many of us growing up, and you alluded to Sports Illustrated for Kids. I used to read that all the time. I remember the posters they used to have in the middle of those magazines that you would cut out and tape on your wall and tape on your ceiling growing up. It's a it's it's a shame. To your point, yes. Are there people that absolutely make this about themselves and are self serving because of the demise of a once profitable and prestigious magazine publication? Of course, it's a shame. It is a shame. It's a shame. It's going away, which is the bigger story. I just always <laughs> like to turn it around on. Did you uh, have um, people? Did you ha- now? Did you personally have a favorite Sports Illustrated columnist slash author? 
Well, I didn't like Rick Riley at all. Wow. So, you know, that's, that's most people's favorite author. Well, Rick Riley had seven different templates, and he wrote the same <laughs> article um, with those seven templates. Really? The amount of times that Rick Riley has wrote in an article about usually soccer, but maybe other sports at some time. Uh, well, how can people like soccer? This this sport has more ties than a Father's Day sale at Kohl's. Okay. Man, you're selling this guy short. He was a great writer. No, what? sure. Oh, geez. I mean, Frank DeFord. Um, you know, Dan Patrick used to have that column in Sports Illustrated. Lee Jenkins, obviously, is the is the big name I'm hearing being tossed around. Um, I, I like Dr. Z. I don't remember Dr. Z. He was a big NFL guy. Okay, gotcha. He always had his great preview. And there's <laughs> one... Um, there's one issue that I really loved. It was him and another guy. I think it was Peter King. Okay. I think the two of them, they went through the like formula of how to do an expansion draft. Right. Where they took two teams and then an expansion draft and the helmet the, the the cover was like a like a 3D looking like helmet, but it was I just thought it was really cool. Um Grant Wall, the late Grant Wall unfortunately, oh, great passing away writer. at the World Cup. He right. was tremendous. So yeah, I mean it 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 is sad. I mean it's very sad and the the way that this company's been handled the last 5 years has been a disaster. And you still got people trying to crank out content week in and week out and we have gone to like it's almost crazy to think that there was a way we gathered news that we couldn't also put in our pocket, you know. Yeah, yeah. And and by the way, like and we're talking when the all-time greats like we're talking guys like George Plimpton and you know, obviously Gary Smith and, and William Natt. Like, this has been some of the greatest writing in American history. Just happens to be for a sports magazine. Um, how they could not make this work. You know, I, I hope our boy Robin Lumberg's all right. I hope it's not impacting digital because I know he does a good job with that. And you know our colleague, Maggie Gray, she used to be, you know, the face of SI Digital. So I got a tweet here from Rob. Uh, he says, dude, SI was putting out AI-generated articles, among other things <laughs> they did themselves in. Uh, like the leadership did, yeah. This is some of the worst leadership that we've seen in sports media in 50 years. Yeah. And, and, and since it began. Yeah, the, the way that they, I mean, the, the writers had to unionize. They had to, like, fight back in some way. It just, it hasn't been, it hasn't been good. I, I still think there's a... There's a way for it to exist, and there's a way for it to work. And, yes, a lot of – a lot of I'll answer Rob's uh, tweet here. A lot of the recent Sports Illustrated stuff, there's a lot of self-inflicted wounds there. There most certainly are. But it's also a changing in our habits, and I think we need to recognize that as well. That, I mean, you can't like, – like we all we're, – we're all nostalgic about Blockbuster, those of us that grew up when we rented videos – but if that came back, we would go one time and then say, this sucks. And then we would go back to Netflix or Hulu or whatever. So we we we, we have to just recognize that we helped cause this demise. They certainly, Rob's not wrong, but it's also a changing in, in our habits. And I, and I think that of all the things to be like, upset about is like change Change is it's 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 nuts to see something go away that's been such an institution but when's the last time that you picked up a sports illustrated it's been a while 
It has been a while. 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. Um, I am disclosing a bit of information in that I actually have recently subscribed to Sports Illustrated, but I also have this website that I found that I can get free magazines all the time, so I'm not going to pat myself on the back because I didn't contribute to paying for it at all. So I'm not going to do that. 855-212-4227. Again, it's a big weekend. I'll feel better starting at like 3.30 tomorrow afternoon when I'm watching some football. But today, at least to start, a little bit of an angry Bart Friday. 855-212-4CBS, CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Just time, you know, uh, things don't happen overnight, um, especially in football. I mean, it takes a little time, and um, for us, I mean, the best uh, teacher is experience. So just experience out there, and, and when, when the bullets are really flying, you know. You're listening to the Bart Winkler Show, heard Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio, I am Bart Winkler, David Shepard's here, Marco Belletti coming up on the updates to keep you up to date on what's a busy night in the NBA. We've got the Lakers and Nets that are going to tip off. I would say that LeBron James has a big night tonight um, in honor of Sports Illustrated, in honor of that chosen one cover. I think he goes out and for whatever reason, for the memory of Sports Illustrated, I am going to bank on LeBron James Having a monster night. Is this sarcasm? Is this sarcasm? Nope. You re- you really believe this means anything to LeBron James about Sports Illustrated? You think he gives a lick about this? I think if there's any way for us to, okay, so here's what's gonna happen. Yes. Let's say LeBron puts up forty. Okay. What are people gonna? What are what's gonna happen tonight? People are going to say they're just going to be putting pictures up of the chosen one uh, from him in high school. Okay, so this is this is great for his image. So he can say, hey, listen, in 2024, I'm still putting up 40 when I was on the cover in 2003 when I was coming out right to the NBA and everyone knew mm-hmm. I was going number one overall. Okay, so this benefits him. I get it. They're going to say he did it for SI. Well, maybe. They're going to say he did it to kind of show that he's still around and still the king. So it just so happens that it's fitting that it's forced. To, yeah, that's you know, it's funny, but that is... That's probably one of the most famous covers there is. Oh, I thought you were going to say that's one of the greatest takes I've ever heard. Well, that goes without saying. Bart. <laughs> we'll e- see what happens. Every, we'll see what happens. Every take you, you put out there is one of the greatest takes I've ever heard. <laughs> I, I would diminish it if I said each one was. Stop it. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with them tonight. The uh, voice you heard was C.J. Stroud. And this is what I've kind of noticed throughout the week. And really what I want to find out from people tonight. And what we want to kind of figure out is where is, what is a game? I should say, what is the game most ripe for an upset? And I I think a lot of people are going to say chiefs and bills. That's the smallest point spread, but I don't feel like we get out of this weekend with every other favorite winning. I I, I mean, you got the Ravens and the Texans and I, I watched some like Texans video where uh, Coach Ryans is on the sideline talking to C.J. Stroud about how this is what we believed, you know, one game at a time. It's like, 
okay, the Texans, I mean, they believe they can do it. And the Packers, I've seen the same kind of stuff. And, you know, the Buccaneers, Baker Mayfield, and that swagger coming in there. I don't think they don't believe that they can't knock off the Lions. There's got to be one of these other games that surprise us. I, I almost really want there to be, even if it's not my beloved Green Bay Packers. Because I want to be surprised. I want... I want uh, I don't I don't want chalk. I don't want a Ravens Niners Super Bowl. We've seen that a few years ago, but we've seen it. I want to see the Bills get in. I want to see the Lions, you know, not just get the monkey off their back, but really go full bore here and get into the Super Bowl. Or I want to see the Buccaneers, like Baker Mayfield. You know what would you know what it would do for his sort of image if he got to a Super Bowl the guy who in practice last year with the Carolina Panthers a team he was on two teams ago he was playing scout defensive line in practice after they benched him and now this former number one pick is going to take his team to the Super Bowl you know the same squad that basically Tom Brady had I mean it's gonna it's it's crazy so I want to see an upset I want to see something different this weekend. And along the way, we'll try to figure out what game we think might be the most ripe for that. 855-212-4227. Jeff is in Buffalo. What's up, Jeff? Hi, boys. How are you? Did you go shovel today, Jeff? I just passed by the stadium. The lights are on and they're shoveling. I did not (laughs) shovel today. I got my daughters to shovel today. I'm just driving home from skiing right now. Oh, look at that. You 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 move the snow. I'll go enjoy it. That's great. <laughs> all right, since uh, I'm going to touch some bases, if you don't mind me uh, doing touch that. Touch them all. Since you said Blockbuster, I'm thinking you're old enough to remember a cook-your-own-steakhouse on the way to the airport in Milwaukee. Remember that? What was it called? I spent – I can't remember. I spent some time in Lake County, Illinois, and we used to go up there – and you could cook your own steaks. They had pits inside the restaurant, and it was on the road to the airport. Yeah, uh, I don't remember what it was called, but that was, remember then, yeah, that was, there were a few places that did that. That was like a weird trend for a while. All right, I got a couple of um, Sports Illustrated at home. Um, the one that means the most to me, uh, because I got this wild idea that I'm going to get it autographed by Don Mattingly and Ken Griffey Jr. You know, the uh, just inside, within a couple pages, they had a, a two-page photograph. It wasn't the table of contents page, but it was maybe right inside of that. It's, uh, I think the front cover is Griffey on, uh, on there, and it says Yankee Killer, something like that. I'm a Yankees fan. But what the picture is is from behind Don Mattingly fielding his base and uh, Griffey leading off first, and he's got his left hand in Don Mattingly's back pocket holding on to it as if he's, you know, um, going to affect his ability to uh, field uh, first base or field the line. I don't know. I, I think it's awesome. I think it's just um, what kind of interesting part of, baseball you know it, it just so you think you're gonna get that favorite. autograph someday maybe who the hell knows you don't have either <laughs> autograph though you just you don't need to complete the collection you need both of them i need both of them <laughs> I, that's the only reason i saved it i want to try and get both of them 
What if you like? Place. What if you were out skiing tonight and Mattingly was there? You wouldn't have had the magazine. I would. I would ask him <laughs> how I can get it to him to sign it. You know, I think one day maybe I'm gonna finally email or uh, email it, mail it to him at wherever he's at now. Where is he at? Down in Tampa Bay? Not Tampa Bay. Where the hell? He's in. Uh, he's coaching the Marlins, right? Well, he was. He was. Uh, now, yeah. now he. Well, oh, you know where he is now. You know where he is nope. right now. He's the bench coach right across the border there. Oh, Toronto. You're right. Get up there. Yeah, yeah. But then I got to get Griffey. But I mean, you got one guy basically in your backyard. Yeah. All right. All right. You you've reinvigorated my uh, <laughs> my plan. All right. Good. So you know. Uh, you know how old I am. Basically, I'm a um, I'm mid fifties. I'm a humbled Bills fan. Uh, I was once cocky as Jim Kelly, uh, but four Super Bowl losses in a row um, really humble you. And um, you know, I don't go into a game, you know, not feeling some nerves about the outcome these days. And I try to teach that to my daughters. They they think we're going to win every game. You know. Be- because of Josh. So um, I'm just, uh, I'm going to the game. My brother and I are going. Um, we're looking forward to, you know, making an impact, uh, you know, since it is in our, our stadium now and, and, you know, taking advantage or, or, or being the advantage for the team, I guess. Yeah, you guys better uh, not blow that opportunity. I mean, you get you get Kansas City's first road game with Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs, that crowd better be like no crowd we've ever seen, and you need to be a part of that. Well, I'm going to be. Well, hopefully I will live up to it. Uh, I don't like hearing you talk about it being the closest, uh, but I realize your point. We are the closest to being the upset. Um, but we'll, uh, we'll pull it out. That's what we're going to do. And uh, thanks for giving the Sabres love. I heard that not too long ago. Um, we're going to eventually win a cup in Buffalo. Well, I hope so. Hey, thanks for the call, man. Enjoy the night. Uh, have fun this weekend. Yeah, take it easy, buddy. That's Jeff. He's in Buffalo going to the game on Sunday. Yeah, now, me say me saying that the game is like the it's the closest spread by a lot. Two and a half. The Bills are a two and a half point favorite. The Lions are a six and a half point favorite over Tampa. And then the 49ers and the Ravens are both nine and a half point favorites as well. And those are the two games tomorrow. So the two games tomorrow essentially are supposed to be not that good of games, maybe even blowout potential. And when you look at those two games and you look at the Buccaneers and Lions, because I, I believe the Bills can do it, I believe the Bills can do it. So if we're going to take that one out, is there any chance that any other of these three teams win? Texans, Packers, or Buccaneers? Is there any chance? And if so, who has the best chance? That's something I'd like to figure out throughout the night today. As we, side story, watch LeBron's Quest for 40 in honor of Sports Illustrated. They're about to tip off. In L.A., 855-212-4227. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio.
they do. Uh, I respect uh, the way he plays football and just the, the guy that he is. Um, but it's like when, when two guys that are ultra competitive, that our friends off the field go up against each other, uh, we obviously both want to win because we'll, we know we see each other in the offseason and you want to have a, just a little bit of those bragging rights. It's the Bart Winkler Show, heard nighttime and nationwide Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. You know, I kind of like when Patrick Mahomes was crying after that one loss to the Bills earlier this season because it was, it was something different. I mean, what did he even say there? Um, I don't I, – I, I, I tuned it out. He said, he said something about – uh, I want bragging rights to see. I'm gonna see Josh Allen at a charity game. I, you know, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna beat him. Okay, man. Say, I want revenge for when I thought we got screwed. Was what, what are they gonna do in Buffalo? Boo you harder? They're gonna be amped up. Just if you're gonna be the heel, be the heel. If you're gonna be the bad guy, be the bad guy. Embrace being a villain. I think LeBron, when they were with the Heat, once they finally embraced being villains. And they started to win. Embrace being the villain sometime. It's all right. You can always turn face again. You can always turn back. Okay, you know, crowds are fickle. We, lo- we like seeing a good turn. Embrace being the villain. 855-212-4227. Talking a few different things, um, as is customary. I want to know what the other upset's going to be. Everybody, if they take one upset, what what upset is it? Chiefs Bills? Why? Because it's the it's the most even game. But someone between the Buccaneers, Packers, and Texans has to be winning this weekend. It's going to surprise us. But who will that be? Also, the demise of Sports Illustrated. We'll go to Big Ron in Jersey since he's been tweeting me his favorite covers. And you know, uh, Big Ron, if I was if I was younger, maybe that's how I'd approach it today. I'd say. A sad day, SI's going away. What's your favorite cover? What's your favorite cover? But I'm so jaded now as an old man. I'm just, I'm so mad at everything. So that's where I'm at. Yeah. But, um, the, uh, there's been a few good covers over the years. And, um, you know, I, I'm a little older than you, Bart. I got about, I think, 10 years on you. And back in the 80s, man. You just, as a kid, you were just waiting for Sports Illustrated to come out. I remember it came out on a Thursday every week. And to see who was on the cover and read the articles and, man. Do you think, do you, is there anything like that right now? Is there anything in sports like that right now? The anticipation of who's on the cover? No, but, I mean, it was actually the SI cover jinx that started the whole jinx thing with, before the Madden jinx was a thing. Um, people would go on the cover and then they'd, they'd, get, they'd just get the yips, man. Oh, I know. There was that cover jinx. Um, and it was always great when, like, your team would be on the cover. And then, you know what? You know what they did? You know what they did? And they had to do it. But I, I always thought it was – I say there's I say there's two points of, like, demarcation where society started to turn and we went on a downward spiral. One – is when Subway got rid of the sub club cards. Yeah, that was that was tough. Yep. we lost a we lost a little bit of of the American spirit when that happened. And also when SI started to do regional covers, remember that because they wanted yeah. to sell more magazines. So yeah. the college football preview would have 
six different regional covers. Nah, it just it wasn't the same after that. SI wasn't the same. America wasn't the same. <laughs> yeah, man. I remember when Big Macs used to actually be big. And instead of coming in a wrapper, they would come in a big styrofoam case, man. Yeah, man. Uh, that was the best, dude. America's gone downhill. The <laughs> styrofoam is underutilized, man. Isn't it like awful for everything, though? Well, it's probably not good for landfills and the environment, but it was um, a very smooth surface to, you know, carry your Big Mac back to the table. Yeah, I, I, I think I think the downfall of styrofoam is an okay one. I think I think that was progress, but. Anyway, did you call about something? I've just kind of been talking to you since you called in. Well, all right. So, yeah, man, just like on your, your topics, uh, the Packers are going to outright beat uh, the Niners. That's a joke. Mortgage your house on Packers plus 10, you know, just in, you know, just for some variance. But the Packers are going to beat um, the Niners, and Tampa is going to take out Lions. Um. They've they've been playing tough this year. They, Baker Mayfield's he's been inconsistent, but he's been clutching the big games. Um, I remember he, he uh, played the Packers this year, and he had a perfect Packer uh, passer rating. He had the big one oh, what is it, one fifty eight point three. First one ever at Lambeau to do it as a visitor. Yep. Yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna upset. So on that topic, um, yeah, but. Man, my lock of the year is Packers plus 10. That's a joke. Lock of the year? Joke. Lock of the year, man. Put it, put, mortgage the house. Well, that's Packers big. Those are, 10. I don't want to, those are your thoughts. I don't want to, this program is not associated with your lock of the year. I don't want anybody okay. to lose their house. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's a little extreme, but, uh, mm-hmm. um, no, I think, uh, the Packers are hitting on all cylinders. Jordan Love has like a 21 to 1 touchdown to interception ratio in the last 9 games. He's been playing out of his mind. Aaron Jones is finally healthy. I think he has four 100 and 100 yard games in a row. Um we got like our uh, we got a young receiving core that's deep. We got a couple tight ends that are really good and um I don't know, man. Joe Barry's defense has been criticized all year, but it's 3-0 and against the last three playoff teams it's faced. It's beaten the Cowboys, the Lions, and the Chiefs. So, you know, uh, everything's just coming together. I mean, Matt LaFleur is scheming people open. Yeah, I think, uh, Ron, good to talk to you, buddy. Enjoy yep. the weekend. Thanks, good man. Lo- good luck on the mortgage. Um, big Ron in Jersey. I think if the Packers were playing Detroit, I could make a better case. San Francisco, as good as they are, there's just so many weapons on offense. There was a game that San Francisco played earlier this year against the Cardinals where it was a pretty close game through the first half, even dipping into the second half. And then uh, San Francisco just pulled away. And that's kind of what I feel like might happen in this one where the Packers keep it close, and then the Niners start to pull away. If Green Bay can get up on San Fran, we don't really know if Brock Purdy and that Niners offense 
is a come-from-behind type team. When we saw them on Christmas night against Baltimore, they were not. They were down, and it was over, and they ended up putting in Sam Darnold, who threw, I think, a couple touchdowns, but they were they were not a come-from-behind type team. So if Green Bay can do that, yesterday I was thinking that the most locked game for me was Detroit over Tampa. That would be the lock, that Detroit would be the lock over Tampa. But the more I think about it, I, I just don't want to completely write off Tampa Bay. Detroit is good. Detroit is good. It's just a matter of what's their progression going to be like. Are they going to go from zero, 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 zero to hero in one year? Are they going to have to be one of these teams that, you know, year by year you get a little deeper? Next year they get to the championship game. Year after that, maybe the Super Bowl. Is there going to be some sort of progression with them? Tampa could be a little scary. It just it, it, it matters what kind of mindset Detroit's in. They did win to knock the pressure off of them. So they're going to kind of be in a house money spot here too. I think there's a lot of points scored in this game. I just feel, though, like Detroit can score points easier than Tampa can. Now, Ron referenced that game against the Packers where Baker Mayfield, I think, four touchdowns, he was great. But the offense, it always seems a little more challenging for that offense to really get going. When they get going, they get going. I mean, it comes in bunches. Detroit, I feel like, with the two running backs they have, uh, if Laporta's good to go, Amon Ross St. Brown, you know, maybe a couple of those other guys in the slot, whether it's Reynolds or Jamison Williams, I just I feel like they they have a better chance of scoring on each drive than Tampa Bay. And then the Texans, I'm just so confident in Baltimore that I, I, I hate to tell everybody this in Baltimore, but the more confident I am in them, the less confident I am in them because I'm so confident in them, if that makes sense. So there's there's some interesting games. I think it would be good if we got something that kind of shook things up, but what's the most likely to be that? All right, we'll get to more of you guys coming up. 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. I believe LeBron James right now has two points. I said he'd have 40 in honor of SI. Long way to go. CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 